Hello, friends. Uncle Marv here with another episode of the IT Business Podcast, your podcast for IT business support. If you're a managed service provider, technology professional, running a business in this industry, we try to help you run your business and grow your business better, smarter, and faster. Today, we have a special start to the 2023 Pitch It season, and I'm just going to get right to it. I'm joined by my good friend, Sean Lardo, who's going to kick us off. Sean, how are you? I am doing great, Marv. How have you been, man? That good? All right, good. That's good. Um, I mean, you can hear me, right? Yes? Okay, good. Um, I'm not sure what Marv is doing, but uh, we'll just go along with Adam. So welcome to Sean's podcast. Um, and yes, we're going to talk about pitcher today. Uh, you're going to ask me, Marv, what pitch it is. And I'm going to say, you know what, Marv, what it is, it's a competition. It's a Shark Tank competition for vendors, star vendors. And it's ConnectWise's way of looking for the best of the best. Okay. By star vendors, these are vendors that actually are able to complement the ecosystem within ConnectWise and most importantly, support the partners, give them an easier way of doing business, whatever the way is. For the vendors, it is a competition, 16-week accelerator incubator program, followed by where we will select from there. We'll do preliminaries and we'll limit, we'll, we'll uh, take it from 27 vendors down to three vendors. Those three vendors will compete at IT Nation Connect Live in November in front of hundreds, if not thousands of people that they'll pitch live to win for the chance of winning $70,000, second place taking $30,000. Third place, steak knives. Set of steak knives. Right. <laughs> or so, the Jelly of the Month Club. I'm not yeah. sure which one. All right. So what we are going to be doing this summer is we are going to be highlighting each of those 27 vendors. And that is going to be what we're doing today. Our first group out of the box, Sean, can you go ahead and introduce them and let's get going. Oh yeah. Actually, actually a repeat from last year, my man, Matt, he comes in from Fort Mesa. Um, I'll tell you, I'll give you guys praise for this. I didn't even know what you did last year first. And by the time we got halfway through the year, I finally understood what you did because you learned how to pitch better, which was really good. Um, but yeah, I won't go into too many more details than that, but I'll say you guys did very well last year. I'm glad you guys came back for this year. Um, Matt, how you doing? Great. Um, you know, I, I have to say uh, Fort Mesa was in the cohort last year, but um, I was busy, busy with our partners. Um, and I, I'm excited to be, uh, to be more involved and to, to pitch myself this year. Um, you know, I, I came out of the security industry um, and, you know, I had a lot of background helping MSPs, but um, you know, we started Fort Mesa to, um, to really partner across the ecosystem. And so the opportunity to sit, sit in the pitch at cohort here, get in front of lots of ConnectWise members. Um, these are, these are MSPs that are using best practice tools. Um, it's, it's a great fit for us. Awesome. All right. Well, Matt, it's nice to meet you. And let's go ahead and start with a couple of questions for those of us who kind of sit outside the lines and aren't always privy to what's happening in the, the great ConnectWise ecosystem. Uh, explain your company to us, Matt. Sure. So, you know, we're, we're sitting at this, this moment where, uh, you know, regulatory fears, um, all sorts of cybersecurity pressures are putting urgency um, pressures, you know, from the clients to the, the, the service providers in the industry. And um, in some cases, um, that urgency is translated into happy customers and captured value. And in some cases, um, it is not. And it's, it's turning into lost customers or, um, or you, you lose that value to a, 
a competing vendor. And it's, it's, it's really um, a, a bit of a, of an arms race out there with, with service providers that are um, adopting advanced security offerings um, and, and the service providers that aren't. Now, what, what we do is we take all those regulatory requirements, security requirements, um, and we put them in the hands of our, of our partners who can bring them right down into the sales process, into their QBRs, um, support them in those security upgrade sales or those project plan sales, um, help them project manage their way through service delivery, and then help at evidence after the fact to uh, help their customers get insurance. Um, of course, you know, um, build profitable uh, service revenue, but, uh, you know, also support, um, you know, security due diligence processes, that type of thing. Um, and, uh, you know, really, it's, it's an exciting time because uh, two years ago, uh, largely MSPs were not concerned with compliance. That was just for some large enterprise someplace. And now um, all their clients are asking, you know, these really complicated security questions, right? right. Yeah, the insurance company has, uh, they've done us a favor in a lot of areas. <laughs> they've done us a disservice in other areas. So a lot of us are, are having to deal with things we didn't have to a few years ago. But let me ask, because I know that, you know, cybersecurity was huge uh, for the last couple of years in terms of vendors coming out and saying, hey, we're going to help you sell cybersecurity. So what actual problem are you helping MSPs solve in this uh, new era? Sure. So, I mean, the the, the overall value um, prop is it's centered on that. How do we sell cybersecurity? How do we inform customers? How do we deliver? But when you look at the technical feature set that we put together, we're focused on two things um, that uh, service providers are uniquely uh, positioned to provide. Um, now, you don't have a whole sock full of cyber ninjas in most MSPs, but um, vulnerability management and um, compliance gap analysis um, and risk management, these are all things that MSPs can, should um, be doing um, and really have to be doing um, to, to both to protect their customers, but also retain their customers. Um, and so we, we've got a set of um, vulnerability management workflows that help um, the, the service provider um, remediate to a very specific service-based SLA. They will agree to fix uh, risks that are higher than a certain probability of causing harm. Um, and they can, they can create revenue based on that remediation workflow, um, puts their people at the center. Um, the other thing that puts their people at the center is uh, remediating to regulatory or standards compliance-based um, security planning. So we'll come up with 100 items, 300 items, 700 items that are in the security requirements list, apply that to a customer, and that becomes a, uh, a plan that can be acted on by the service provider to deliver a lot of security value. And this is, this is revenue, of course, that the, the MSP can capture rather than handing over to some, um, you know, endpoint vendor or, or an outside assessment firm. All right. And you give MSPs the actual tools to help with vulnerability management. In fact, you have a guide on your website that basically says vulnerability management 101. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, finding vulnerabilities um, is something that every MSP should be doing and they should be willing to share it with their customer. And when you find, you know, you scan a machine and you find a thousand vulnerabilities that is not a, an MSP failure, right? It's an opportunity to provide value, that security value. Um, there's a bunch of stuff um, that uh, should be fixed automatically if you're running effective patch management 
But where vulnerability management comes into play is finding those problems on systems that are not due to the patching didn't happen. They're the things that are difficult to solve. And they're the things that require the MSP to come in and provide pointed value to the customer. Hey, we found this app that you installed three years ago. The software company's not even around anymore. It's actually dangerous because it hasn't been patched. Do you even use this thing? And that's a conversation that if you're not running scans, you're not finding those vulnerabilities, you will never have with your customer. Um, and of course, the, the value they get is being protected. Right. Um, yeah. Now, there are MSP, MSPs, there are techs that are afraid to have that conversation. They're afraid of showing the customer, hey, here's all the holes in your network, either because they've been managing it for a while and never had the tools themselves to find it, or they don't want the customers to know that they're there and then ask the question, well, are you finding these holes or are you creating these holes? So do you have MSPs that you guys kind of walk through, hey, here's how you address that with the client and here's the way to sell your services to them? Yeah, I'll give you like the 25-second version, which is, look, your, your customers, they already understand risk because they buy insurance. Um, their employees get hurt on the job. They, they have to keep a safe work environment. They're worried about losing people. They're worried about retail theft. They understand risk. So when you talk about vulnerabilities and you say high risk, medium risk, low risk, your customers are going to understand that. And they are not going to look at it as a failure when you haven't fixed a bunch of medium and low risks. And when you find a high risk and you say to them, we found this risk, but it actually costs us money to remediate it. That's going to be, uh, you know, that's, that's the excuse your customer needs to say, oh, yeah, I can rationalize spending more for you to do this thing. Right. Because there's a specific thing that's high risk that you need to fix. And I understand why you have to charge for that. No, nope, that works. Now, the other thing I noticed that your platform, of course, helps MSPs. You guys help with the assessing, planning, remediating, all of that stuff. But it seems to be that there is a big portion that actually has the employees becoming partners in this cybersecurity journey. Describe how that happens. Well, you know, cybersecurity is something that is part of a, a shared accountability model. Um, it's not possible for one person to secure an organization. Um, every person in the organization has responsibilities. Some people are responsible responsible for coming up for, with the plan. And in the MSP's case, that's your job, um, someone in the MSP. Um, but there's other even your first level help desk guy. Um, your average computer user, certainly the business owner you're, you're selling to, they all have different responsibilities. Um, and, you know, we do have a guide on the website that can can walk you through how to do that. Our success planning certainly um, uh, involves a lot of training to our partners. Um, but, you know, overall, um, we're looking to deliver security culture in your end clients. Um, and of course, um, you know, you can't you can't deliver that security in your end clients unless you build it in-house as well. All right. So that's a pretty quick overview of Fort Mesa. Uh, I should let the audience know it sounds like it's spelled Fort, F-O-R-T, Mesa, M-E-S-A. So fortmesa.com. And let me ask you this, Matt, since uh, you're here again, uh, I don't know if this is the second go around, third, I don't know how many, but what do you think is going to be done differently this time to help you guys win? <laughs> um. Well, look, there's there's more companies in the cohort this year, right? Which, from my perspective, the way I look at that is that's more opportunities to win, right? Um, so if 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 we win this year, that means we're better than 27, 28 other companies. 
Sean, you muted you, Sean. Sorry. <laughs> now you better can speak. Than, better than 26 of them. There's 27. Yeah. So, so that's what's going to be different. When we win this year, we're going to be better than 26 of them. Um. <laughs> All right. So, uh, Matt, anything else that my listeners should know? And uh, like I said, some of them may have heard of you. Others have not. And without giving away the secret sauce as to what you're going to be doing later this year in your pitch at competition, what should what should listeners know? Oh, a quick quick plug here. So, you know, our value prop is really focused on building um, cybersecurity services in MSPs so they can deliver this to their customers. But a, but a really um, key part of that is internal credibility. And there's a lot of push, you know, in the U.S. government, certainly to hey, maybe these IT outsourcers should be regulated. Well, we're working with CompTIA right now as part of their cybersecurity trust mark program. We're backing their, their cyber assessment processes um, and working with them right now. And so if, if you're an MSP and you think um, you're, you need a little bit more trust, um, your customers maybe don't think of you as a credible security provider, um, you should go look at that and um, uh, maybe we'll be working with you. All right. I'm going to try to find these links and we'll put them all in there. Uh, Fort Mesa for IT providers that want to deliver more cybersecurity. Well, Matt, it was nice to meet you. Nice to, nice to meet Fort Mesa. Uh, Sean, any parting words for our friend Matt here? First, always make sure you're unmuted before you start talking. <laughs> um, second, no, I think, uh, I think you did a nice job today on, on, on covering part of it. Um, we know that especially cybersecurity now has become the wild west of technology because it's there's so many new factions involved and um, clear, concise messaging is extremely important because every vendor says the same thing. We protect your data. We make sure, you know, we protect your security and blah. And it's like, what's that mean? So, you know, make sure you know where you stand in, in the steps in the life cycle of, of this, you know, and you guys have done a nice job with that. And the other thing is, you know, keep promoting yourself. You guys have done a much better this year, a much better job this year of promoting yourselves and, and tooting your own horn. So keep doing that. All right. Does, Thanks, it, does it help to say that the company is headquartered in Spencertown, New York? <laughs> we're all we're all headquartered at home these days, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I was just trying to get people to say USA, you know, we, everything's here, you know, inside beautiful, our beautiful, beautiful upstate. New York in the Huffington Valley. Yeah. All right. Well, Matt, uh, good luck to you and hope to see you towards the end of the season here and uh, maybe meet up with you in Orlando as one of the finalists. Thanks, Marv. All right, folks. Thanks a lot for listening. Uh, That was Matt Fish, co-founder and CEO of Fort Mesa. And on behalf of my friend, Sean Lardo, thanks for hanging out. And we'll be back with another uh, vendor spotlight for the 2023 ConnectWise Pitch It. Later.